Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I got a text from Judge George Grazzo, who was a cop. And he uh, most recently lost that uh, race to Melinda Katz for the DA office in Queens, although he did a very good job. And we did, uh, on this show at least, he was our choice. And Grasso wanted to come on and give some of those numbers as well. So here he is, my friend Judge George Grasso. Judge, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Sid. And let's be clear, I didn't lose the race yet. What we... What what I did do is I came in second in the Democrat primary in Queens. But as you know, uh, the race is still on. I've got a public safety line, and I'm on the ballot in November. And in November, I'll be able to get all the Democrats who voted for me in uh, June, along with Republicans and independents. So this race is still uh, very much alive. I want to make that point clear. Okay, good. Now, last week, uh, you sent me, uh, I guess, a column you wrote and. You said that uh, you're on vaca- going on vacation with your wife. You had the show on at the time. You heard yes, me and Artie go back and forth. Right, and you wanted to provide some more data on that discussion. So go ahead, fire away. Yeah, well, a combination a combination of data and personal experience. Because as you may, I, I was appointed to the NYPD November 79. So I was a young foot cop. In, 19, in the early 1980s, and, and, you know, part of the team when Braddon came in in the early 90s as a captain to turn things around. And you look at the CompStat data, I happen to have it up in front of me. I, I believe the CompStat data is as good to real data as you're going to get. So, so here's the thing. And, and the beauty of the way we've done it, we didn't have CompStat data until Commissioner Braddon and Jack Maple came. Until then, we were just literally making it up as as we went along. So in those days, we had the the subway situation. Remember the graffiti scenario? I mean, people, New York was like the movies that were coming out were famous movies were like Escape from New York with Kurt Russell. I mean, it was I remember my foot post on Merrick Boulevard in southeast Queens in Jamaica. You know, they had we, we had smoke shops, and in the mid-'80s, we had crack houses everywhere. And when you look at the, the CompStat data, they go back 30 years. I mean, we're down. New York City is down in the seven major categories, murder, rape, robbery, felony assault, burglary, grand larceny, grand larceny, auto, over 70% over, the, over a 30-year period. And, and I believe those are real numbers. However, which I also indicated to you when I texted you after that, what your your perception that things are really getting very bad are absolutely true. And that's going well, not to hold on, not just my perception, yeah. George, but again to belabor the point. Cops are not arresting people. This bail reform has proved to be a real motivator for cops not to do it. Hours of paperwork to have the creep back out in 15 minutes. So, of course, uh, you know, I don't I want to hear about. I more. Yes. So, okay. So, more. throw that in there. And, what I was th- and that's borne out by the statistics, too. So, over the two-year period, over the last two years, guess what? Those seven, same seven major categories of crime 
that are down over 70% over a 30-year period. And guess what? They're now they're up about 40%. And in Queens North, guess what? They're up about over 60%. So the numbers bear out exactly what you're saying. The trend lines are all bad. And you know, for, you know, I could not agree with you more about so-called bail reform, discovery reform. I mean, look at the, the, the insanity of the, the New York State bail laws. I heard your interview yesterday with D.A. Tierney. He mentioned that he's got a, a might be in court on a bail application. Under the current state of the laws in this state, all the defense has to do is convince the judge he's, quote, unquote, not a fight risk. Right. Judge could let him out. That's insane. 49 other states and the federal government can do danger, dangerousness. I read the affidavit that Tierney submitted. That's about as strong a case as you possibly can get. Right. We have a dishonest system. Everything you're saying is true. Another thing that I think is actually worse now than it was back when I was a cop, uh, well, a foot cop and all of that and, and patrol the, the the level of like the lawlessness that you see on the streets that are not subject to these to being captured by the data, which is part of your point. I'm talking about the things like the um, the, uh, the the thefts, the, the rampant shoplifting. Right. I'm talking about I'm talking about the drug dealing on the streets now. That's not being captured. The amount of drugs that are being dealt with fentanyl in the street, we can't capture that on Comstat data. Based upon these bail laws, then now you can sell this poison with fentanyl and it's an unqualified offense and you don't face bail in jail and they're putting in cocaine, they're putting it in pills. And Judge, 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 so and judge not to stop you, but forget about the dealers yeah. for a second because in the 70s and 80s there were certainly dealers everywhere. I knew almost, I, I knew a block in every borough, that uh, blocks and blocks, but how about what we have now which is vending machines that encourage yeah. druggies to do drugs and how about people that are shooting up right on the street i'm not talking about just yeah, a couple of blocks worse. in the bronx those things are worse they're absolutely worse and furthermore all of that this is insane vending machines meanwhile look at the overdose numbers that we have look at the thousands of people dying that's worse too right I mean, if, if, I would have, if, if I would have yeah. said to you, and my dear friend Paul DiGiacomo, who runs the DEA, just texted me, he's listening. Well. Yeah, he said, bail reform has emboldened the criminal element. There are no consequences. He's exactly right. When you were a cop, you know, if you would have said, are you, are you scared to take the subway? And most people would have said, yes. Are you scared to go to a bad neighborhood? Yes. But I will tell you that I, will, I doubt that 70-plus percent of people back then who lived in all of New York and all the areas would have said they don't feel safe. I doubt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? Back in those days on the subways, I think you would have accumulated very Oh, well on the subways, yes, number. but I'm not talking about the subways. New Yorkers generally 70% feel unsafe just walking the streets. The subways, yes. Yeah. Back then, that's why Bernard gets carried a gun. I get it. But New Yorkers feel unsafe just walking the streets 70%. I'm not sure that was the yeah. case in 1978. I don't know. Yeah, your perception, I think your perception is, is absolutely correct. And I'll make this comparison to you. In terms of the different perceptions then and now, notwithstanding the overall crime data over, you know, 30, 40 years is, is much better data on the, on the seven majors, but not on some other things that we can't capture. You know the concept of a frog being boiled in water? Yeah. You can put a frog in, 
and you heat it up slowly and slowly and slowly, and the frog just kind of goes with it until the frog is boiled to death. Well, that's kind of like what happened with the crime as we got into the 70s. And the, you know, it was like it, there's a great film called Gotham. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's sponsored. It was produced by the Manhattan Institute. If you haven't seen it, see it, Sid. It's apropos of what we're talking about now. You know, the timeline from, like, the early and mid-60s, like when John Lindsay got in there and they, you know, they was going to save the world, they going to give everybody welfare, you know, it backed away from crime fighting, and the police officers uh, uh, were, were reacting in some ways going into the 70s. Now, there were bad corruption scandals like the NAP Commission in those days. But what the, the reaction was, Remove all authority from police to like do drug to, to do drug busts and things of that. Things that Bill Braden restored when he came back. So that crime happened over a period of years, over a period of decades, and people just kind of were accepting it in some respect. So I think the perception issue that you're raising is a very valid. Well, what happened here is completely different. We got this city to record, when I say we, I'm talking about when I was in the PD and the entire law enforcement community that I was so proud to work with for over 30 years. We got this city to record levels of public safety. Homicides under 300 when they were up over, over 2,000. Commensurate decreases in shootings and robberies and felony assault. And then we got the Rikers population. This is a very important point, too. There's a New York Times article yesterday about um, the U.S. attorney saying that there should be federal receivership on Rikers Island. You should read that article. One of the things in that article, they point out, in April of 2020, the Rikers population in New York City was under 4,000. Under 4,000. The lowest numbers we've seen since 1946. Right in that article. Now we're over 6,000. There you Last go. Last time I looked, we were about 6,200. There you go. This is what, what, what happened in April of 2020. Bail laws. Right. Exactly so right. Criminal yep. justice yep. reform. This yep. is what Paul DiGiacomo was talking about. No, I know. The criminals are emboldened. Yes. Everything is worse. Everything is worse. That, that, that was my point with Arthur. I'm going to bring you back because I'm going to endorse you come November anyway. You're my choice because you're the most common sense guy in the borough. So we will talk again and very, very soon, Judge. Thank you so much for hopping on today. That's a great job. And we'll do it again very soon, Judge So Thank you so much. Thanks, Sid. I appreciate the opportunity always. God bless you. I've been hearing a lot about Lang Insurance. They sell luxury home insurance to high net worth individuals in all 50 states. Call Kevin Lang at Lang Insurance. Call 866-964-4434. He's an expert in reviewing your current coverage to save you money, leaving you with your current insurance company or moving you to a less expensive one. Kevin speaks with every new client. Your call, they quote, you save. That's 866-964-4434 or visit Lang. I- INS.com.